0: Megan, I think you'll be happy to see that I have my We're Crazy Creative mug handy.
1: Aw, it's about goddamn time. (laughs) Well, you know, for all this time, I didn't
0: want to stain it with wine, but then I realized the inside is is dark blue. blue. So, hey, nothing bad's going to happen to my precious mug. How the heck are you?
1: I'm uh, excited and nervous for the show this Friday and getting on a plane next Thursday. Oh, that's right. You're going to the States, right? Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so it's like I'm, I'm usually never stressed out to travel. I'm yeah. usually just excited and just very, like, organized. But now with COVID and having to order, like, a test, Um, We had to order a test online because in order to land in the States in an airport, you have to have a test that's no more than 24 hours. So you can't go get tested in town because that takes 24 to 48 hours to get your results. And I didn't want to pay $200 at the airport. So we had to order a special one that was $40, get it shipped here book an appointment online with like uh, like a lab specialist who will like walk you through everything and then give you you show them the results they'll make a report they send it to you but it can't be more than 24 hours old so like I had to make an appointment for next Wednesday at three forty because we technically land at noon but I don't want to take a chance in case like we end up like an hour late or something so yeah it's how is that like you how do you how
0: does the test I don't even know how the tests work anymore someone told me they did like a swish and spit in a jar thing recently but how does does it
1: no no the only one that they'll accept is up the nose one but then you do it and what do you do with it you like up and then it comes like with a thing that you put in the solution and you let it shake and it's like 10 minutes or something and then it it looks like a a pregnancy test (laughs) like kind of thing will will show you like and it just says like positive or negative yeah so I'm just like oh for fuck's sakes I don't know I'm just I'm a pessimist so yeah
0: (laughs) I have also been uh excited nervous not nervous. Yes, nervous. You weren't nervous for the show on Friday, right? You just said you're excited or you're also nervous.
1: No, no, no. I'm nervous too. Yeah. So I feel nervous. Well, it's been like
0: two years. Same. Like not shows, but burlesque I haven't done in years. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, I've gained a lot of weight. Like I pulled out a bunch of my costumes to lend some stuff to my co-host and I was like trying stuff on before she came over, Monica. And I was like, I can't fit in any, like, so for her, it was like here, borrow anything. (laughs) I can't wear any of it. (laughs) But I was like, oh man, what the hell? Um, So that was disappointing. But I'm also just really nervous because I haven't sung out loud in like two years in front of people. I can't wait
1: to hear you.
0: So, but I think it's going to be fun and I'm really excited about um sharing creative space with you and with some of our co <laughs> co I was going to say co-stars, Yee! performers, our castmates. That's what I meant. <laughs> so that's going to be very fun. So yeah, so anyone who's listening, we have a burlesque show on Friday, the 17th of this very month of December
1: 2021, in Montreal. Which, Uh, what? Well, technically, they're going to be listening to this the Wednesday after. So, this show has already happened. All right. I'll delete all of that. No, 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 no. Keep it because if you join our Patreon, you can have a chance to see backstage stuff. That's true. You're so right. Okay. So
0: the cool thing is Megan's right. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you actually will be able to see some backstage tidbits of us getting really ready for the show. I was like, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <Tidbit>. um, <laughs> We do. We have a Patreon account, everybody, and you can, it's live. It's open for subscribing um, and subscriptions and what have you. And the cool thing is that even if you don't live in Montreal, as Megan just said, there's going to be some footage of backstage and maybe at some point more than that, but maybe not uh, from that show, but other cool things that will also be on Patreon is um, full length episodes. So that means the stuff that we cut out, um, you know, when we're chatting before and after the podcast, um, official recording time or, uh, you know, warming up our guests and what have you, you'll have access to that. If you subscribe to our Patreon Patreon account and, um, well, actually we have three tiers. So why don't I just do this now? I wasn't going to but I'm going to do it now. Are you ready for this, Megan?
1: I'm sorry. I am so ready. Okay. I have my credit card ready and I'm ready to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe
0: to yourself. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, we actually have three tiers. That's the, that's the most thrilling part about this, aside from just being part of our crazy creative community, of course. Um, so the first tier, we stole, I stole, I won't implicate you, Megan, but I stole these the names for these tears from one of our guests, Kate Bradley, um, and from our episode called something like "Pessimistic," staying "pessimistic" and "Ramblebat," something like
2: that. <laughs> I can't remember.
0: Anyways, yeah, it doesn't I'm matter. Like what matters is that a it was a great episode. So if you didn't mm-hmm. listen to it, go back, find it, and listen to it. And b we have three tears on our Patreon and. Possimistic members uh, receive access to full-length episodes and bonus episodes that we are not publishing publicly. So that means episodes where Meg and I go a little bit deeper maybe on some personal stuff and mental health stuff. And um, I don't know, Megs, what other kinds of things do we not share with the general public on the general podcast? Uh,
1: more video yeah like more video so you can see us not just hear us
0: that as well plus some extra videos that mm-hmm. just you know we don't turn into podcast episodes um so and you'll get uh, newsletter style updates delivered to your email inbox from us yes and then our next year ramble bats receive the same thing access to full-length episodes um and video footage of the episodes and also a free we're crazy creative
3: tote bag stop it
1: got up (laughs) stop it right now stop it I don't even have the tote bag I don't even have a tote bag either but now I'm gonna get one I'm really gonna have to subscribe to the second tier
0: you're gonna be a ramble bat Yes, the third tier is our VIP crazy creative tier and that tier means you will receive all the same great things that the ramble (laughs) bats. subscribers get but also something really cool is that you get a choice of a personal literary critiquing service from Megan, which is a critique of five pages of your writing or a food um, analysis uh, from me, which is to say that you will send me a one week food journal and I will have a quick look at it for you and send you back some feedback and let you know if you're getting everything you need uh, in your diet or if there's things that are missing or things you're just eating, way too much of and i'll do it in a sweet and loving non-judgmental way and so will megan um yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> so so i will tell you all to go check that out that is at patreon.com slash we're crazy creative so patreon is patreo com slash we're crazy creative <sighs> so exciting i didn't know we were going to say that already so there you have it, um,
2: and um, ex- you
0: know it's because I didn't. I was ready to ask you about the holidays. I didn't oh, know you were going to dive right into the info.
1: Well, I just didn't want to disappoint people, and then go. Oh man, that was last Friday. You're now so what? Right. You're so right, as usual.
0: So, um, before before we make our next announcement, I can't talk to that. Oh, think if I just use an accent, I'll be able to speak more flour Before we make uh, our uh, next announcement, Megan, I was wondering if you have holiday spirit right now and if you're gearing up at your place. Cause last time I talked to you, you were making paper, like book page, everything, wreath, Trees. What are you making that face for what's happening. Oh,
1: look what else I made.
0: Oh, stop. That's so cute.
1: That's so cute. And I even have like the little sticky thing on the back so you can just peel it off. Did you buy those. Why what The little sticky things. Well, no, they're just like double sided paper. And I just realized I think I put the wrong side on
0: Megan. Megan. Megan, all paper is double-sided.
1: No, but there's only one side that's sticky. Nope, but... Okay.
2: (sighs)
0: It's like sticker paper. (laughs) Yeah,
2: sticker
0: paper. Okay, well, for listeners... um... Megan just showed me a really perfect, beautiful gift bow
1: made out of books, 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 books that I saved. But if you want to see what they look like, that's a good reason to join Patreon. That's also true.
0: But we could also just ask Megan to post a picture of her. Did you po- you didn't post any of your newspaper art on our? I I
1: know. I know. I
0: know. I know. Okay. I'm terrible.
1: I, I haven't been on Instagram.
0: I love Instagram. I can't say it enough. I feel like when I say it, I'm rebelling against all the people who hate Instagram and are plagued with sadness because of Instagram, which I'm not okay with. Bad Instagram. Bad, bad, bad Instagram for making people feel shitty, but I love it. there there you have it there it is um my other announcement actually speaking of social media is that we did actually start a we're crazy creative facebook group and we have not yes super active yet but it's there so people should go and join our group and it's a happy loving creative crazy space for people to Um, post whatever creative stuff you're up to just promote the crap out of yourself or to find inspiration or inspire other people if you made a Barbie doll crochet skirt toilet paper cover I want to see a picture of it in that group ASAP Um, so that's another announcement this is like almost an announcement episode but not because there's actually something very cool coming up as well And I asked you about Christmas because I haven't even started decorating my house yet. And that's very weird for me.
1: I know. Like, I'm going back and forth because I don't know if I should decorate because we're leaving on the- But I don't want people to think that we're not here. But at the same time, I don't want to put out decorations and somebody fuck with them like that fucker did with my doll.
0: um Mm
1: -hmm. can you I'm thinking maybe I just put a wreath out
0: I think you should put a wreath out and and then put those little like do you want me to like edit out the dates that you're gonna be gone
1: oh yeah (laughs) can you just put bleep over and then keep this conversation (laughs) because I just realized that was dumb of me Just assume that our listeners are not
0: going to break into your house while you're away. They're like, finally, 44 episodes later, I finally get to know when that house is empty. God damn it. Um, Let's talk about the really important thing, which is a you can get those little kind of fairy lights on a timer. So they go on and off and you could put that on a wreath and like it will light up at night and will give the impression that you're there. And second of all, who's
1: taking care of the dogs? My mom. Okay. So they're gonna be at my mom's, but I'm gonna ask my like sister or whoever just you know drive into our driveway a couple times, you know, so there's track marks in our driveway. Oh, that's if it's sells.
0: This feels like the episode of like telling people what not to ever say out loud for anyone. Like publicly, if you want to <laughs> Whatever. Anyone listening to this who knows where you live, loves you and is babysitting your dog. So it doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) My dogs will be here with all my friends living at my house. So it's never going to be empty. And uh, I'm not putting decorations outside because they're going to be all insides for my friends to enjoy. Right. Okay, cool. And am I really going anywhere? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's just a ploy to catch the shitty people. I don't know.
0: I don't have as well a thought out of a reason for not decorating my house. I'm just sort of sad that I haven't been able to, like, get into it because I... love christmas like to obscene extremes so i don't know i don't know i don't know what is going on with me but there's not a tree up there's my mantle is bare it's
4: weird
1: do you think it's just because everything is just so uncertain and with the new variant and everything even though the variant isn't as bad you know like i guess it just feels like a really bad cold but it's not you know, I don't know, like, I think none of us want to get excited for Christmas. And it also doesn't help that we have no snow right now.
0: Maybe it's the no snow part, actually, Megan, because the other day when it snowed, I was enchanted and like journaling about how it looked like a little fairyland outside. But as far as COVID goes, like, two of my, my two kids who live here are coming with their partners which is very fun everybody is vaccinated finally so that is cool that we actually all get to hang out and have dinner together I maybe I'm just really sad also because my oldest Julia as you know lives in Vancouver and it's been a fucking long time Mm. since I've seen her and I'm not used
5: to this
0: like usually she comes home minimum minimum once a year often for Christmas, like it just feels weird. I haven't seen her in a couple of years. I I sent off a package to her today and I was happy to send it, but I was also just very aware of the fact that I was sending this giant box to her house where she was just gonna open it without us being there. Like it just was kind of a bummer. So now that I've sufficiently depressed, depressed everybody, um please
1: everyone She's okay like she's she's not in like in a really bad area or anything of like bc since it's no. either
0: she's okay she's in the city and she like lives in an apartment and everything's fine in her area like she's totally fine and also she's you know well surrounded by a network of cool people and stuff like that too so she's not even like alone and even in like the weirdness and insecurity that's going on over there you know so it's good i'm just being like a mama who just wants her kid home and has is kind of like okay that's enough this isn't fun anymore yeah um but uh i feel like i could get in the spirit if our um listeners would just send me, lots of the Christmassy shit. I think I could get into it. Okay, fine. So, Christmas spirit. I think I just need to go ahead and do it. It's like when you just forget that you want to have sex and you just don't do it for a long time. And then you're like, oh, I don't really care about it that much, actually. And then you have sex again. And you're like, damn, I could have been doing that this whole yeah. time.
1: Exactly. So, I'll just put the tree up and I'll,
0: <laughs> I'll be like, I should do this every day. What? what? Okay, so other announcements include the following. We are officially retiring. We're not retiring, but we- No, we're
1: not retiring.
0: Megan, tell the listeners what's happening.
1: But it's your favorite question. (laughs) We're retiring the question, do you think you need to be crazy in order to be creative? Because I think we've pretty much over the, the last- what year and a half two years I think we pretty much got like really good answers we have gotten so so many
0: good answers that in a in a quick minute or two we're gonna play every single one of them um yeah so, so hang in a second listeners because after our announcements you get to hear every guest we've ever had tell you whether they think you need to be crazy to be creative or vice versa um, but the cool thing is that I guess part of the reason why we're trying this question is because we have gotten all these amazing answers. And then also because we are going to replace it with questions that our listeners have asked us to ask our guests. So we will start announcing our guests Um upcoming guests a bit in advance and give you all a chance to send in questions if you have a specific question for that guest and hopefully if you're lucky you'll be the lucky person (laughs) if you're lucky
1: Um, question asker
0: (laughs) (laughs) the lucky question asker um (laughs) i swear i am really articulate and eloquently spoken sometimes just not after 3 in the afternoon it just goes downhill from 3 on um so oh what where are you going you're leaving oh, yeah. again is there another bat in your house
1: no nope. <laughs> <laughs> no um no, no 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 it was um i forgot my hot glue gun was plugged in oh <laughs> yeah. okay and uh i guess we just have
0: one other announcement, Megan. We'll be back in the new year. <laughs> you didn't even tell them we're leaving.
1: Oh, we're <laughs> taking a break for the holidays.
0: We're taking a break for the holidays, but we'll be back this 2nd week of January. And we are also changing the format a, a touch in an, in in yet another way, not just the crazy creative question, but also in that we will be releasing one episode a month. We are not retiring. We love you guys so much, and we love doing this so much, but we did start this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic when we were home all the time, and we wanted to talk to you guys every single minute that we could, and we had time to do that, but you know, it's a bit tricky. The world had to open back. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have shows, live shows with people and all kinds of stuff and classes and things, so um unless our listeners can find a way to shut it all back down again uh we're going to be down to one episode a month but
1: no 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 <laughs> no not shut it down if our listeners can just join patreon and make us oh able to oh our jobs. Megan, Megan
0: we didn't even Whoa. tell them that before if enough of you subscribe <laughs> Megan and I can quit our jobs and have an episode every week yeah so chop chop, tell your friends, and let's get this happening, guys. Y'all. Yeah.
1: So have a great holiday. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Get your flu vaccination if you haven't already. Don't kiss people on the cheeks.
0: Enjoy, enjoy the, the wisdom that is about to be imparted on all of you by every single guest we've ever had so far on the We're Crazy yes podcast. We love you guys. Happy holidays.
1: Bye. Bye. Megan Duffner, do you think you need to be crazy to be creative?
6: I think eccentricity absolutely helps us out. Yes. We're already doing something that the majority of the population isn't doing, like our writing and everything. And so I think a dash of the odd and unusual absolutely serves us very well. Yeah. (laughs) The artist formerly known as Trixie Cups.
0: Now known as Penny Royale. I have a question
1: for you. Do you find you're the, okay,
0: and I'm not playing devil's advocate. It's just I've been confronted with a lot of people that
1: um, that are neuroatypical. And they have a problem with uh, the word crazy. Have you had any flat on your podcast? Uh, the name of your podcast? I'm just wondering. Not yet. I don't think we're that popular yet or <laughs> unpopular
3: yet. <laughs> well, I, did I just go and get you canceled? I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. There goes all our potential sponsors. She
0: was, well, he was one of the first drag kings in Montreal. I know we're so lucky. Not Kingpool was one of the first. One of the first. And he is known as Montreal's panty whisperer. Whisper. Montreal's
2: panty whisper. Do
0: you have to be crazy to be creative? Or are all creative people kind of crazy? Well, obviously,
4: if we're the ones that create that are crazy, we don't think we're crazy, because crazy people don't think they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you follow me there? so um it let's let's just say that in my gang of friends growing up i would have been the one to do the stupid thing or the you know to to dress up and play a character and go into a store and pretend this character was for real and they'd be out outside laughing you know that would be me so i guess yes (laughs) (laughs) and i mean every person I've read about that's famous or whatever has had some kind of quirk. Oh, so. is that what we're calling them?
0: Quirks? Okay, that's I like that. That's friendly. That's gentle. Yeah, we
1: sound, we sound cute when it, we call it quirks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode, we have Monica Hamburg. Do you think that most creative people are
1: a little bit crazy?
7: Yeah. <laughs> I think Check. that everyone is insane. Like, I think everyone... <laughs> has like areas in which they're completely a mess. And, and you don't know that until you know them generally. Some people are like a mess in like 20 areas and it's super obvious. But I think that for the most part, you know, there's there's a few areas where you're like, oh, I see, you 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 don't understand how to operate a computer. Okay, you know, let's <laughs> just, it'll it'll be things where you're like I you know like if anyone when they know me they're like oh my god you are the least domestic person I have ever met (laughs) you know it's it's there's things and that's not that's just one of the many issues but anyway the short answer to that is yes I think that everybody is a little bit crazy I think performers or, or creative people or artists in any way or like definitely because they're they're always trying to access like truth and truth in like connections with people and reality of like re- the real truth of like the things that happen and the way we interact and whatever. And I think that when you do that, uh, you're going to lose your mind. <laughs> this is, it, takes, it takes its toll to think is what I'm trying to tell you. It's very it's deeply draining. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much.
0: <laughs> Our guest on this episode of the podcast is daniel biton i wanted to ask you a question daniel but like i don't really i never have the good way to word this i always get mm. stumped i ask every person but i never really know how to ask but do you think do you think <laughs> that people who are really creative like are pretty much inevitably crazy in the head
8: yeah i heard this on your podcast <laughs> that you asked this question in the podcast and yeah, well, no, because like, look at Seinfeld. Like, he's so boring of a human being, right? No, no, he's great. I love him. He's hilarious. But is he crazy? Like, he's like, what's gum? Is it a solid? Is it a liquid? What is it? Like, that's not crazy. That's just inane. It's funny. Like, I'm laughing at him. Milk, you get milk in the fridge and says there's too much milk and you bought more milk, but there's no. <laughs> like i think i used to think you had to be crazy to be creative but now that i've seen seinfeld there's like you ever see like seinfeld is sitting there with gary shandling you know and gary shandling they're their friends right and gary shandling's like you know the life and the the tensions and all that you, you know he's talking about this very question he's talking about the the tension from the angst of, of your up- upcoming death and he's talking about all this stuff and uh jerry's like I don't know, I just like stuff that's funny. Like, you don't have to think about all this stuff. I like it. I like a pack of gum, some milk. Like so I don't think you know, everybody's kind of insane. I think that's part of the human race. I'm crazy for
6: trying. And crazy for crying. And I'm crazy
9: I do think that you need to be insane to be an artist not that you need to be crazy to be creative but that you need to be crazy that you're going to devote your life to something where you're not going to have a job and you're going to spend all your waking hours doing something that's just kind of narcissistic and self-involved but if you look at who was a like famous musician or comedian like in the 70s you'll notice that a lot of them are from working class backgrounds. I guess people who had nothing to lose and are going out to try something and just be who they are. But nowadays, if you look at a lot of your favorite musicians and comedians who are younger, they're all like rich kids. Their parents are all doctors and lawyers or fancy businessmen. So I guess maybe in the 70s you needed to be insane and now you just need to be a trust fund uh, little shit. And I think that the reason is because in the 70s, rents were way lower and wages were way higher. So you could work some kind of weird marginal minimum wage job like for one day a week or two days a week and, you know, have the time that you need to develop your art and do your business. The the Who was like stealing instruments. You could be begging. I think the Chili Peppers used to beg, um... But now, rent is so high, wages are so low, everything is so garbage, you can't even afford to live in a city anymore, so the only people who have time to develop their art are just, you just need Daddy Warbucks, and you need to be a narcissist. A spoiled little shit. No offense to spoiled little shit. A lot of great spoiled little shits out there. I think Sarah Silverman's parents were lawyers and doctors. Nick Kroll's dad owns some kind of Dr. Evil uh, war <laughs> warbucks, literally warbucks company anyways, whatever, these are great artists but it sucks that you have to have that level of wealth nowadays to be able to invest the time it takes to develop your art. Like I have to be a lawyer <laughs> a part-time ass lawyer I went to law school when I was 37 years old to be able to work part-time so I can do stuff and that's fucked up. Used to be, you could just work. You know, I used to work two days a week at a record store and be able to live the rest of the week and just eat ramen noodles and ramen dust.
0: I want to cook ramen.
5: <laughs>
0: I want to make people happy the way you do.
8: I Goji no
2: Goji.
8: Yeah. And, and and yeah. To be creative, often you, you you have to think about things in a way that is unusual. That's what makes Canadians funny, except when they're just talking about gum. Um, So-
1: You're writing that down, Jen? Someone who thinks of certain
8: things unusual might think of (laughs) no (laughs) gum jokes. No gum (laughs) jokes. It's a new PC, no (laughs) gum jokes.
1: So we're very lucky and I'm so excited to have uh, Canadian historical fiction author Genevieve Graham it's not that you are crazy or creative I think it's a melding of both I think crazy and creative go together I don't think you have to be one or the other but it doesn't hurt <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the stage Bellmark Kelly, Kelly.
2: Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bye.
1: hi hi do you think you need to be crazy to be creative?
10: I think, yeah. I, I at its core, <laughs> yes. There's some sort of eccentricity. If you don't want to call it crazy, call it eccentric. Um, <laughs> something eccentric that about you that you're marching to your own different drummer. <laughs> you know, I I never thought. I always thought I was kind of you know more on the straight and narrow or you know, within a more <laughs> quote, quote, unquote, but I found out from a cousin of mine. She <laughs> said, "No, you always march to your march to your own drummer, even as a kid." And I was really surprised about hearing about that because I didn't think I was. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god! <laughs> oh, you know, maybe I'm like, but I'm cha but i you know, we all have our <laughs> own beat. I don't know, but I think there is is you have to definitely have something. A bit different but um but yeah I think uh if you look at at artists or people in the creative field there is something colorful or different about them you know? I like
1: that Yeah. do you think you need to be crazy or a little bit crazy to be creative
11: I do I there's a saying that we obviously all know that there's like a thin line
1: between like genius and madness or I don't I can't remember like
11: yeah. verbatim what it is
1: and obviously I think we all know that like the term
12: crazy here
1: is being used in a kind of like tongue-in-cheek kind of way but in answer to your question I do think that think- being a person who thinks atypically uh, does certainly help from a creative point of view mm-hmm. I think having a brain that like functions slightly different to everybody else does in part, help in creative endeavors. Is that too wordy? That was oh, beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful, what? actually. Are we allowed to ask
0: Jamie if she thinks creative people are a little bit crazy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I hope you ask
11: me.
1: <laughs> Good for you, Jen, for actually asking though. You usually get all-
0: I I didn't ask. I just asked you if oh, we're allowed okay. to ask.
1: Okay. Jamie,
0: (laughs) you know what, Jamie, we had a guest on, I was fine with this, but then we had a guest on one day who was like, I'm totally fine with this, but just out of curiosity, do you get a lot of pushback for like asking for calling people crazy? (laughs) I
11: was like, Oh
0: no, no." we're crazy. Why would would this be a problem? (laughs) We're totally insane. (laughs) um so I thought that was ridiculous but then the next (laughs) the next time we interviewed someone I was like so do you think
1: (laughs) Megan like it's not on me so what's the question (laughs) (laughs) yeah Jen what is the question
0: (laughs) Megan and I were wondering I think this is how the podcast kind of started uh we were talking about how um a lot of creative people are pretty bonkers and vice versa. And then we asked each other, like, do you think, like, do you think it's a good thing that we're like, do you think we wouldn't be creative if we weren't crazy? Mm. Like, do you think that you kind of have to be a bit crazy like to be go creative? Hand hand. Yeah.
11: I think so. I think so. I talk about it, like with my seeing my nephews and nieces grow up and I'm like, oh, they're just a bunch of weirdos, you know, but I'm like, <laughs> they're going to be, they're amazing. You know, like that, who who doesn't want to be so I feel like it's in the same pool in a way where it's like all the best people are wackadoos a bit, you know, like, because <laughs> they have all these cool, weird ideas that no one else thinks of. And then they make it happen because they're like, I don't care what anyone else thinks because I'm crazy. <laughs> I wanted to say it too. <laughs> and then they do the thing, which is like, this is where the hard thing comes in, like a whole other conversation, but about the education system where it's like, we're not, we're like stifling all the creativity and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like encouraging kids to be their own self and to just like do the weird thing it's, it's you're gonna be okay you're gonna be the more successful one. maybe not but <laughs> we're it's in jail a, yeah. but either <laughs> way
1: that's <laughs> on you Heather? kid that's a different crazy though yeah
0: <laughs> and it's totally on you so <laughs> and for those of you listeners who are not wondering where peter is so much as wondering who he is Peter Jarodomski is our guest on today's episode. In the email
13: you asked, the first question was, do you think you have to be crazy to be creative?
0: We don't even have to ask it. Perfect. That was Thank beautiful. You. Good one, Peter.
13: What do you mean you don't even have to ask it?
0: Well, my actual first question was the question about, about respecting the history of your art. Right and then i was about to ask my second question now and you just accused me of not asking it and you asked it so why don't you answer it
13: well i haven't been asked the question yet
0: (laughs) i thought i got out of it peter do you think that everyone who is do you think you have to be a bit crazy to be creative like to put your shit out there
13: um it probably doesn't hurt uh i don't think it's necessarily mandatory but um I can't think of a level-headed person I've met in the creative world, either mm-hmm. from burlesque or from stand-up or from the music scene. Um, when I used to MC, you know, a wide open mic night, there was always some eccentricities to to people. And um, having the need to create, not just like I think a lot of people will have it as a hobby. You know, you might be creative by, you know, building model planes or you know, your creativity comes through restoring old cars. Um, you know, so you still have some outlet. I think everyone needs a creative outlet of some kind. I think the need to, um, to, to you know, do so in a public forum of some kind. That, that is what makes us a little out of step from everyone else. Is that is just that? It's it, it's not enough to, to perform you know, it's not enough to create, but it's that need to go up and do it in front of other people. It probably makes for better art than if you're, you know, sort of buttoned down and and bland, like, because there's good crazy and bad crazy too, right? Like there's, you know, fundamentalist Christian Mike Pence crazy, but I don't see him ever, you know, putting out a really good album (laughs) or even... I, I don't even think he has the ability to put together a good mixtape, for that matter. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's nuts. You know, you, you look at some of the Republican Christians out there who are clearly nuts—the people who believe the Earth is five thousand years old. Um, you know, um, you know, it's one thing to 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 do something kind of creative, but I think you need to be a little out of step, um, but good out of step, not bad out of step, um, to to actually do something that's kind of interesting
1: so uh we have l stanger on for a guest today who's an anti-fosta activist a writer sex worker and sex educator and podcaster uh her podcast was strange bedfellows so L. Elle- Do you think that creative people
0: are generally a little bit bonkers is my question.
14: I am looking for an article that I just sent my old co-host, John, and I can't find it, but it basically said that scientists are now finding a link between uh, mental health and creative output in individuals. There's, um, I'm looking, oof, man, I wish I could find this right now. I will send it to you if I can find it after, but- I feel like, I mean, obviously everyone's brain works differently, but I've identified some things in myself that have caused so much instability to what I would consider a normal life, um, but have also shown themselves to be great tools that I can harness. Like some of my best writing articles that went viral and my editors loved, I wrote in an utter manic spell, like sweating, pacing, crying, had to get the shit out. And it felt good, you know, after, and I definitely was the kid like sitting up, staring at the walls or like trying to sew my clothes or draw on the floor in high school and being like, I know this isn't normal. Like I need to go to sleep. I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow and repeat the cycle. Um, and when I was, uh, I was a facilitator for, uh, some therapy groups for about a year, year, uh, for sex workers of different backgrounds, genders, work, And we were talking about, um, before I go any further, I'll say, obviously I never talk about, um, confidential stuff or clients or whatever, but this I can talk about, but the therapist who led the group, the counselor therapist, I don't know. She's a therapist. She said, how do we like talk about reframing, you know, stories we've told ourselves or, or things we have come to believe or things other people told us let's, let's do some reframing. We're really big on that. And so my reframing practice was, it just kind of came to me. I thought like, man, I really wish I could control my brain sometimes and the way it functions, but like, damn, my brain has made some really amazing work. And so I wrote down and I wish I could remember it verbatim because it was so important to me, but like my wild brain does some really cool shit sometimes. So um, yeah, I would not have like the, the, the small yet growing career that I have, I wouldn't have other fans or followers or friends who like have heard shit I've proposed. And they're like, wow, there's something to this, you know? So being someone who I think is unconventional in some ways allows you a different point of view to look at social issues and yourself and stuff you'd engaged in and like, well, why is this the norm? You know, like, what? what is the problem? There's a problem here, let's find it. How do we fix this? How do we attack it? So I, I don't know. And my boyfriend, he says that, um, you know, like making art is the only way he can really justify having mental illnesses or depression. He's like, because if I can't make art, then all of this is utterly pointless. But if I can make something, well, at least something good came out of it, <laughs> my suffering.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah,
14: that. I think there's a link.
0: Care, this is Megan. Megan, this is Care. What? Hi, meet you. Even just in relation to the path that you just described, I can see moments of where your darkness led you to your sort of creative core. Um, even though it, we feel sometimes like we get pulled away from that creative self because of where our head goes, or you know, when we get imbalanced. But sometimes we get drawn back or we're channeling our crazy through our creativity or vice versa. And I wanted to know if you think that there's a connection between, um, you know, that crazy and creative energy.
15: A (laughs) hundred percent. I believe that something that I was thinking about actually earlier was I don't think that you necessarily have to be crazy to be creative. However, I do think that if you want your creation to be completely excessively out there and not cookie cutter in your box, you have to be connected to your crazy. And the way that I describe it is your crazy is your shadow side. So to be connected to not that light side that you always want to connect to, it's that dark side that is so deep down in the depths of you that you never really want to look at it because it feels so gross. Once you're able to connect and not just connect in like, okay, cool, we're friends. Like you are able to sit down, have conversation, accept her or him or it as it comes up. And from there, once you're able to acknowledge that side, your creation will be a hundred percent on the creative connected to your crazy. Nice. I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really excited to have um, David Acker on the show today. That's what I wanted to say. We are talking about the correlation between craziness and creativity and where how do you tell when you're crossing the line from one to the other? Cause sometimes it feels like, I don't know if you ever feel this way, David, you're, you're a very reserved person, you know, like some people get on stage and you just, they just let it all out. And when you do your comedy, you have these really hilarious jokes and stuff, but you don't get super personal. So.
16: No, that's true.
0: I don't know how crazy it is inside that head of yours but do you think that most creative people are like a little bit like do you think you kind of have to be crazy in order to i wonder
16: i it's it's a really interesting question and a great reason to start this podcast uh i never really associated creativity with craziness obviously there are uh, uh, sort of fringe elements uh uh, and fringe creatives who may uh, cross certain lines uh, that we don't, uh, you know, I'm a fairly mainstream, uh, uh, my, all my creative work has been fairly mainstream. It's been in different mediums, but it's been fairly down the center. I think I've found interesting ways uh, to mine uh, the content that I've done, uh, in, uh, it, even though it's mainstream in, in sort of original ways. Um, but I never felt, um, and look, the only time I ever feel like I'm going crazy is when I don't have the opportunity to be creative. Um, so that's that's the difference for me. Um, so I'm not sure I see them going hand in hand necessarily.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, I love you. I love you, Megan. No, no.
0: Yes, we have. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, what can you tell me about today's guests? Because it's um, the first time that we're having a like a handful, like not just one, but and not just
1: two, even. Yeah. No, it's it's a little party. It's a it's a little Zoom party with uh, the Denver Diamond Dolls.
0: When we first started this podcast, we were talking about like, do you think that it's because of our, whatever it is for whatever creative person, like that you get really anxious or that you're super obsessive or that, you know, like this kind of stuff, is this, is this a contributor to your creativity or like is one, what were we saying, Megan? Like, it was like, am I this creative because I'm crazy or am I this crazy because I'm so creative, creative and it's making me crazy? Like what's happening here? And that's where the, that's where the question was born from.
4: So guys,
1: do you think you need to be a little crazy
4: to be creative? Yes, <laughs> depending on the person. Because like, I've always been a little crazy my whole life. Like I, this is a little mental healthy, but not anything I'm not willing to share. I've always struggled with really, really bad depression um, with like suicidal tendencies, all that stuff. And I actually found out recently that I, have like undiagnosed PMDD and I've been on medication and doing um, therapy and that stuff never worked for me when I was a teenager but my like part of my craziness and part of my drive when I was younger was because what kept me sane was being creative so what kept me going was Going, like Lindsay said, like going to the dances six times a week, you know, going to my classes, going to my competitions. If I have a schedule and if I do this, I keep going and I keep my mind off of things. So it did definitely drive me during like, um, not to sound like corny, but the peak of my, my prime, you know, to really like perform and practice and push because that's what actually made me want to push at that time. Um, But now it's funny because like when I am, I am feeling like almost uh, some days I almost feel normal and I haven't felt that for years. And I, uh, and one thing my therapist says is that like people that have struggled with that for like your whole life, all of a sudden you don't feel it. And you're kind of like, well, am I still, am I still creative? Am I still the same person? Cause it feels like a piece of you is missing, even though you don't want it back there is that piece that is like, was that what what made me able to do that? And I don't necessarily think that, but I think that, um, creativity is a way that some people deal with hardship and find ways to get through. So for me, yes, I'm a little bit crazy and that helps me be creative. Um, But I can also be creative if I am on Zoloft and I'm feeling better. So, (laughs) for
5: me, I I can relate to a little bit of your friend that gave you the feedback about the term "crazy" because I think that has so negatively been associated to females um, as a way to dismiss and um, kind of. You know keep in control or keep sedated or like whatever um so that's kind of how I interpreted it and how I interpret creativity is like and like being crazy to be creative or whatever um is like pursuing like your idea or your exploration of like this art form or this idea or this concept without the fear of being judged. And I think that like not having shame, not having self-doubt is unusual and people think it's crazy. Like artists that dive down into like their art or their project um, to an extent that is so that like so many people are unwilling to do I think gets labeled in like a crazy sort of box or whatever and like unabashedly being yourself and having enough confidence in pursuing something that nobody else is like acknowledging or supporting or whatever um, I think is really brave And I don't think it's crazy. I think it's like confidence and um, just not afraid to like leap and possibly fail or just succeed beyond measure. I think. Thank you for that. I'm a cancer, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) You didn't didn't ask. ask Oh, Jen.
4: Lindsay has been waiting to say that.
0: (laughs) What a jerk. See, I am a jerk. This is why everyone thinks I'm a jerk, Lindsay. (laughs) I told you. You don't think (laughs)
4: you're a jerk. But I agree with Lindsay. It's very brave to be creative. It's very brave to put yourself out there.
12: I do know... There, I I could be wrong, but I think there's a study or studies that have shown that people that are disorganized tend to be the more creative types. So I don't know if a disorganized brain or a person that is more disorganized in their life would then be more inclined to be identified as a crazy person. But I do think there is a correlation, and I said correl- I do have my undergrad in psychology, so I will say correlation and not causation between, uh, you, know, being disorganized uh, and potentially more creative. I don't know. But I also really agree with Lindsay, especially with that like female uh, label of crazy and how um, uh, detrimental that is and can be. Especially when we are talking about going out on a limb and trying something new, dancing, performing in front of people, uh, doing a new thing, joining a new community. Like, it's a scary, a scary thing to do, just bringing it back to dolls, but, you know, stage fright and things like that. And, um, yeah, we don't want to label it in terms of, like, a mental health aspect.
5: My name is Erin Woodward, and I am the founder of the Girly Book
1: Club. Do you think that you need to be a little crazy to be creative?
5: Oh, I don't know, it's a good question. I mean, I think everybody is a little crazy anyways. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We all are crazy in, not in like, not in like a derogatory way, but yeah, yeah, we all have our little things. And no, I don't think, I don't, I think everybody has it naturally in them. And I think maybe if you're, have a little bit more than others, then you might be a little bit more creative. <laughs> I'm not sure.
17: <laughs> okay, um, my name is Nikessa Fia. I'm a Canadian millennial who really likes dogs. Um, and I'm a writer and I'm a seamstress and
0: I love doing creative things. Do you think you have to be crazy to be creative or do you think that all creative people are a little bit crazy? And we wanna know what your thoughts are on that. I think, Yes, a little in a way.
17: Um, <laughs> I think that any creative th- endeavor, like like anything, is a lot of like, work and a lot of practice. But also, you do have to be a little bit off your kilter. <laughs> Just a little. Like, I know that, like, this has been who I, like, I've been this person for years now, like, decades. And, like, I can completely say that, like, this is who I am. But it's yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's kind of maybe like ingrained in you too. Like part of it is like work, but part of it is just like who you are as a person, which I think is really interesting. Did that make sense? I hope yeah, so. For yeah. Sure.
3: <laughs> um, okay. Well, my name is Sarah Katie Holmes. So yeah. Uh, what do I do? I'm a dance teacher. I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a group fitness instructor and I'm just like whatever I want to do, I do it.
0: Now, Sarah, you've had one hour and 33 minutes and 53 seconds to be secretly planning what you were going to (laughs) say. When we asked you, do you believe that some of not just yours, but like, you know, people in general, but I'm going to say it like it's you. That some of your creativity comes from some of your crazy. And I use the word crazy very lightly and unapologetically from now on. Right, Megan?
3: Yeah.
0: Um, do you feel like some of your creative comes from that crazy and or vice versa?
3: I want to say yes, because that's the, that's the right it's answer.
0: kicking you off the podcast and we're not publishing this if you say no.
3: <laughs> so absolutely. I mean... I mean, yeah, I'm nuts and creative. So they go together like peanut butter and jelly. And I just, I just don't, I am having such a struggle finding how, but when you just said it now, all I could, (laughs) because when you say creative, I automatically think of myself creating a dance. Mm. And I do a lot of things. I do, I actually make dream catchers as well. I make dream catchers. Okay, wow. <laughs> I, but I like, I'm a creative person. I like to decor- decorate my house and, and and decorate myself with nice clothes. And like, there's so many different ways we can be creative, right? Mm-hmm. But when I, you said it, I really imagined myself choreographing. And I'm like, how has any of my, you know, craziness come through in this creativity? And then I just <laughs> saw myself dancing in the dark, <laughs> This isn't like directly related to any of the awesome experiences that I have, but it's funny. And when I was a child, or like I was a child, I was a teenager, I was in the dance program at my local high school and I was in charge of choreographing some of the dances because my dance teacher was awesome and she let me take the reins on a few projects. And I I didn't I was going to school and I was doing homework and having dinner and being a full-time child and kid and student. And so it would be in my bed at night when I was just laying there that I would have these moments of picturing what I would love to see on stage. Mm. And then I would get up and stumble in the dark and like kick the coffee table or something and then like test it out in the living room. And then I'd be like, nope, that doesn't work and roll over and almost break my neck. But yeah, (laughs) does that count as being crazy?
17: Absolutely. My name is Nicole Baker. I am a life and mindset coach. I specifically work with perfectionists, so like everyone on the gosh darn planet who lives in the 21st century. Um and we work specifically on goal setting and actually following through on said goals cuz perfectionists have this really beautiful talent of setting super high insane expectation goals and then doing either nothing with it or doing everything with it and then quitting 4 days later.
0: Do you think that like being a little bit crazy and being creative kind of go hand in hand
17: if there's another way to be creative i'd love it if someone let me know (laughs) like i have no other idea or a way of being creative other than being a little crazy but that's because creatives are already doing something that like 90 percent of the population won't do and that is put themselves out there, get out of their comfort zone and trying shit. And that takes so much courage that I don't know if it could be sane because it's not what the quote normal population does, which also the normal population is very sad most of the time. Um but or they really like they crave that certainty whereas creatives don't they they say like this I see something bigger for my life and I'm gonna go after it and that is the best kind of crazy I could ever freaking imagine I love (laughs) that crazy
0: so uh my name's Adelaide and I am a event planner slash comedy show producer turned personal trainer and group fitness instructor (laughs) I mean I always say when people call themselves crazy. I'm like, well, we're all a little bit crazy, you know? And I think
4: letting that show is what makes us creative and interesting to watch.
16: This is Darren Hamwood, and I am the Crazy Creative Podcast. No, wait, I fucked up. <laughs> uh, I am, okay, wait, one, one more time. Um, Devil's Advocate, I think they changed the question because the word crazy is different to different people, right? So it depends what you mean by crazy. Do you have to have a diagnosis of a mental condition, aka someone uh, is qualified to call you crazy, which is the definition of crazy? And I think I mean, no.
0: I'm I've already diagnosed you, Darren, so you're you can just speak freely. And I'll I tell can... you, I'll tell you what it is. Um, <laughs> doctor feel good. <laughs> doctor feel good.
16: <laughs> and, and was the answer to do comedy or, or, or like to to, to perform or, or whatever?
0: Just creative. Oh, just creative? yeah. Um,
16: hmm.
0: It's like, I think you already answered this question earlier, but I didn't want to jump on it. But I want to hear what you have to say when I'm just throwing it at
16: you. Um, I'm sorry I'm taking so long to think about it because the question is an absolute, like you have to be. And I don't want to assume that everyone that is able to be creative would consider themselves crazy. I... I personally think that most of the people that I've met who are creative, the ones that I respond to, respect, and, and, and I'm attracted to, share similar like brain chemistry of, of, of craziness than I do. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that you 100% definitely have to, because then I don't want any uh, neurotypicals out there to think, well, I can't be creative if that's the case. So um, yes and no.
6: Bon- bonjour. Bonjour, cher auditoire. No, that was not English. My name is Kate Bradley. I am a, an improviser, uh, an improv facilitator, uh, uh, a voice actress, and a visual artist, mostly illustration.
1: Jen, um, I noticed uh, you're drinking your wine in a shitty glass.
6: <laughs> Does it get venomous at the end of the episode? Is that what
5: Every time. <laughs> so the
0: barbs get thrown at the end. Kate, do you think, and like, I give up on this question, but just like interpret it any way you need to Cool. To feel like in order to be creative. And I, I, no, don't interpret this any way you want to. I'm going to be super clear this time for a change. When I say creative, I don't mean a creative person. I mean, to literally create and put out, fuck, I wish the world could see us right now. This is like (laughs) synchronized swimming, but it's podcasting. (laughs) Um, Do you feel like in order to be creative, Mm -hmm. um, you kind of need to be a tiny bit crazy or a lot crazy? I just mean, like, do you think those two things go hand in
6: hand? Um, I think you need you don't you don't need to I think that craziness is is a path to creativity um, but it is often confused with the path to creativity because it happens to be more chaotic and loud like it's if if someone is known to have mental health issues and does a performance piece rolling down a hill covered in red paint it's easy to be like Oh, the master speaks from his mental health. Blah, 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 blah. you know, like it's it's just something that leads to something, you know. And I think that more chaotic, energetic things are going to lead to more creative things, maybe. But then again, like there's books that aren't crazy or or chaotic. There's there, you know, like there's paintings. There's 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 enormous calm in art. The number of hours that goes into certain things, like. Think of think of the fucking dudes in churches and shit just painting for hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they
6: go literally crazy
0: from the toxic
6: shit that's in that paint.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, totally, start totally
6: eating it off the ceiling. So I don't know. I don't. I think maybe also. I think maybe the people who. Uh, people who have an expanded mind or lim- or or blocked mind or whatever will be more desperate to find something beyond themselves
2: mm-hmm. hey.
0: Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. It makes us more visible to other people who don't know that we're out there. And it makes our community that much bigger, which is great. If you would like more detailed show notes, you can go to our website, we'recrazycreative.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, which would be super fun and cool, you can go to anchor.fm we're crazy creative we'd love to hear from you and maybe we'll even play your message on one of our upcoming episodes speaking of hearing from you you can also follow us on instagram at we're crazy creative podcast you can find me on instagram at jennifer june chapman and on my website jenniferjunechapman.com for all things vegan i'm on instagram underscore sweet vegan underscore and on the world wide web at sweetvegan.net how about you Megan
1: you can find me on Instagram at author.m.redmile or on Facebook author Megan redmile and you can visit my website at meganredmile.com and you can also find my books on Amazon